changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. It's Friend Friday, and today I'm pleased to introduce you to Dr. Danny Brassell, who is a very well-known teacher and inspirational speaker to other teachers. And I had the pleasure of meeting him last month when we were speaking to teachers together out in Southern California during Teacher Appreciation Week. Danny, welcome to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Amy. I really appreciate all that you do. So Danny is affectionately known as Jim Carrey with a PhD. He's a recognized authority on leadership development, reading, motivation, and communication skills, and he has spoken to more than 2,000 audiences around the world. He's a popular keynote speaker and trainer for associations, schools, businesses. He's a best-selling author of 15 books. And what I love about Dr. Danny Brissell is that he is on a mission to bring joy back into education and the workplace by reminding people to take their jobs seriously without taking themselves too seriously. Danny wrote a great story for our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Inspiration for Teachers, which I made with his friend, who is also a great teacher and motivator, Alex Kajitani. So, Danny, what I loved about your story is the advice that you gave us in that story really hit home with me because it really does transcend the classroom. So let's talk about what happened when you were a brand new teacher. Well, I learned a lot that first year, Amy, and the story that you were kind enough to feature in the book was a story about a little girl that I had in my class named Belinda, who used to always be a discipline problem. Just to kind of summarize the story, I, I walked her home. Uh, she'd earned a, a, a walk home to, to her house so I could visit her mother. And when her mother opened the door, I could tell that her mother wasn't surprised to see another teacher coming to uh, talk about how her daughter had been misbehaving. And really kind of on the spot, without any forethought, I decided to try a different approach and decided to tell her about all the great things that Belinda had been doing in my class. And it caused a 180 instantly in her mother, where her mother went from kind of asking me, what do you want, to uh, can you come and tell me some more about my daughter? And it was something I, I learned with uh, with all of my students. I've worked with uh, parents that were uh, incarcerated. I've worked with parents that were inebriated, but I've never worked with a parent that didn't love hearing positive things said about their child. And it's really kind of something I believe all of society needs is we focus. Uh, I was watching this horrible show on TV the other night called uh, uh, The News, and it put me in a really bad mood. And I realized I had the power to change my mood by choosing not to surround myself with that negativity. And so that was really the point of my story is that sometimes it's better, actually, I would say probably most of the time, it's better for us to, uh, to try a more positive approach than the negative that we seem to be surrounded by all the time. And I'm sure that changed that mother's relationship with her daughter, because now she could tell her daughter, your teacher said you sit quietly in school, although you did mention in your story she only sat quietly when you put her in the corner by herself, <laughs> right? And all these positive things that you kind of manufactured that didn't really happen, but 
but it changed everything. And how did Belinda behave in school after that? Well, she still had her her moments, which everybody has, but she definitely uh, turned around a lot. She she had finally something positive to cling to, and I think a lot of people are looking for that one positive moment. Uh, I was just speaking to a bunch of speakers on on giving them speaking tips, and the one tip I, I told them you know, rather than boast to people about all of your accomplishments, tell them about your failures, because not everybody in your audience has succeeded, but everybody has failed, and you're going to be much more approachable to them. And so uh, I was a journalist before I was a teacher, and I learned a long time ago, sometimes it's better to act a little bit uh, inferior to other people to make them feel more important. I think uh, my job is to make everybody around me feel more important every single day. And if I have to look like a fool to get a kid excited about uh, about learning. I, I'm I'm more than uh, happy to accommodate them. Yeah. And I think if you're a teacher and you have a kid who's a problem and you know you're going to have to speak to the parent and you decide to make this conscious change in strategy where you're going to go to the parent and lead with the good things before you hit them with the bad things, I bet it changes how you look at that student as you're planning to have that conversation because now you have to look for the positive things you're going to start the conversation with. I think there's so much negativity in society, Amy. I, I, I see one thing I work with when I'm talking with teachers and even with administrators on how they evaluate teachers is when you get your test back, do you write at the top of the test uh, minus 2 out of 20 or do you put plus 18 out of 20? It's a subtle difference, but it's an important difference. Let's focus on our progress and how to get better rather than when you focus on the negative, you tend to get the negative. When you focus on the positive, in my experience, uh, I've gotten the positive. Can I give you one more example really quickly, Amy? Of course. One year, uh, I taught eighth grade special education. It was not special education. It was 16 boys that nobody else wanted to teach. Eight of them were African-American, eight were Latino. And if their life wasn't miserable enough, they got stuck with the white dude as the teacher who liked to sing with them all the time. And on the very first day of school, I looked at them and I said, uh, you know, guys, you're all going to have to help me out. This is my first time teaching in the Gifted and Talented program. And they all looked at me like I was from outer space. But I have found that, you know, uh, there's this great book I once read. Uh, a lot of people think it's good. I think it's great. It says you should try and treat other people the way you want to be treated. I find when I treat people like they're geniuses, they start acting like they're geniuses. And I've always found that uh, uh, anybody, not just students, anybody will rise or fall based on the expectations. So you might as well put your energy into having high expectations. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. We're going to take a break for our sponsor right now and then come back and discuss that more. Our sponsor is The Great Courses Plus, which I'm very excited about because I've always loved learning new things. I actually liked school. And The Great Courses Plus said that I could watch any of their hundreds of online video courses, which I've been doing. They have professors and other experts giving lectures on a huge variety of subjects, which is really fun. Everything from psychology to history to science to the arts. And right now you can listen to whichever lectures you want for free for a month by signing up at thegreatcoursesplus.com slash soup. Recently, I've been watching a course on a subject that has always fascinated me, cognitive behavioral therapy, which is really usable techniques for retraining your brain. And it's just a practical way of training your mind and overcoming various problems. And my problem recently has been not getting enough sleep and not sleeping well enough. And they've had great tips in this lecture about what you should do as you're getting ready to go to sleep. And these tips are really doable, and they've made a lot of sense to me and have really helped me. 
The cool thing is that you can stream The Great Courses Plus on any device, and they let you download them too. So if you're on an airplane or in a mountain cabin or some other place with no internet access or you just don't want to use up your data minutes, you can download them while you're on Wi-Fi and watch the lectures later. And today you can start watching The Great Courses Plus for free for a whole month, as many lectures as you want. Just go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash soup to sign up. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash soup to get one month free watching whichever courses you'd like to try. So, Danny, let's keep going with this discussion. I love your idea about grading a paper 18 out of 20 instead of saying minus two. And I know it's what I do in business if I get, say, a first draft of of something from somebody. And honestly, it's just awful. And I'm <laughs> going to change virtually everything. I'll go back to the person and say, this was a great first draft. I'm going to make some changes, but you really helped me out. This really got me going. And now I'm going to go over the changes with you. But I've started out in a more positive way, thanking them and complimenting them. And then I rewrite the whole thing and try to use it as a mentoring opportunity while I'm at it. And it seems to work. I don't know. Are people that susceptible to, to that, that they don't even realize I've rewritten 90% of it? Well, I, I think that most people don't realize how their brains work. I mean, I, I'm a big believer in visualization that if you every day spend some time thinking about something in a positive way and thinking that you're going to achieve that, that uh, you're more likely to achieve that. I mean, at the end of the year, I used to give individual letters to all of my students. And um, uh, one of them, Corey, he was all excited. He started bragging to everybody that uh, I told him he was my most improved student. And then Annette, she's like, well, wait a sec, that can't be because I'm his most improved student. And what the students didn't realize, I had written them all a letter saying, you're my most improved student because I wanted them all realizing, hey, you can do this. I, I, I just think that uh, we have a choice every single day. We can fill people with negative energy or positive energy. If you're going to put in the effort, why don't you give the kid a positive label? Uh, I see students that are labeled very young and a lot of our most successful people were considered failures when they were younger. You know, I love the book, The Help, and I, I love the movie, The Help, as well. And one of the things I love is the, uh, the head maid um, in the movie. She's played by Viola Davis, who's wonderful in anything she does. But she always holds the child's face in her hands every single day. And she looks at her and says, you was kind, you was beautiful, you was smart. And I'm like, gosh, I wish all of us had that every single day. I think probably the biggest opponent to most of us is ourselves, that we tell ourselves all these negative things all the time. And by surrounding ourselves, that's why I love the Chicken Soup for the Soul series is it's always these great inspirational messages for people to cling on to. I think people that's I grew up listening to Paul Harvey and I, I was addicted to Paul Harvey because he always had these great uh, inspirational quick messages to, to get me all fired up. And I think uh, that's something all of us have to surround ourselves. Get, get that uh, cheerleader. If, if you don't have that cheerleader, find a great podcast like this one where you can listen to people that will cheer you on because there are people cheering you on. You know, what's funny is I got an email this morning from our senior editor. She's on vacation right now, and she was someplace in a bar or something, and there were, were a bunch of 20-somethings, women sitting around, and they were talking, and they started talking about what had inspired them during their teen years, and they were all talking about Chicken Soup for the Soul and how much it had helped them. 
And they had no idea that she worked for Chicken Soup for the Soul and was actually an editor on those very books that were helping them. It was an amazing experience for her. This was totally out of the blue. These girls were talking about how all the positive messages in Chicken Soup for the Soul helped them through those pretty difficult adolescent years. I, I think most of us need those types of things. I mean, uh, Norman Cousins wrote that wonderful book, uh, I think it was called Anatomy of an Illness, where when he was uh, suffering from cancer, he just watched Laurel and Hardy comedies and uh, Three Stooges on TV, and he surrounded himself with a lot of positives. And there's actually some research in medical journals now that talks about how the people that surround themselves with like comedies and, and uh, they pray and there's this hope and inspiration, they actually live longer. When President Ford was president, uh, he got leveled by the press because uh, they asked him what he read every single day. And he said, oh, I would start the day with the, with the sports page. Somebody said, well, wait a sec, you're the leader of the free world. How can you start with the, the sports page and not the front page? And his re response was wonderful. He said, well, the sports page celebrates man's accomplishments, but the front page just shows all of his failures. And I thought, wow, that's exactly right. You know, uh, if you want to live longer, read the comics. Don't read the political commentary. That sounds like good advice these days. <laughs> Very appropriate <laughs> advice right now. Well, Danny, I know that if people want to learn more about you, they can go to dannybrassell.com, and it's Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, Brassell is B-R-A-S-S-E-L-L. -L. So dannybrassell.com. Danny hung in there and made a difference in the lives of thousands of children. Come back Monday to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast for another story about hanging in there and making a difference. But this time we'll be showing moms that no matter how much their kids seem to be not listening, they really are. And to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Inspiration for Teachers, and to read Danny's story in that book, visit our website, chickensoup.com, and you can look at our new books and learn more about it. And of course, it's sold in stores wherever books are sold right now. So thank you so much, Danny, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Amy, and thanks for all that you do. 